This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Kiesi. So my turn is a, a paper I saw today that actually was not in the folder that I added mm. uh, yesterday uh, in JAMA Network Open called Association of Active Postnatal Care with Infant Survival Among Periviable mm. Infants in the U.S. First author is Imani Silva. Uh, it's a paper out of, uh, well, it's a paper that's going to look at data from across the U.S., but the group mm -hmm. that wrote the paper is from the University of Alabama. It includes our friend Wally Carlo, who uh, will be at, at the Delphi conference to speak. Um, and a very interesting paper. Uh, the background s s articulates a few, a few things that we've been talking about, actually, in our division, Daphna, this week. Mm -hmm. How the decision of whether to initiate active care in periviable infants born between 22 to 25 weeks of gestation is influenced by several factors, including the fear of adverse outcomes, individual bias, local, that was very brave to actually write that mm -hmm. down, I thought, uh, local and national policies, medical ethics, and communication between parents and caregivers. The lower threshold of viability is currently considered to be 22 weeks gestation. I think that's pretty reasonable statement to make in the U.S. And they're mentioning how there are regional variations in care mm -hmm. and outcome. We recently gave a noon conference at the University of Colorado. This is one of the topics that we like to bring up, how there is significant variation in care. Now, what they're saying is that is it, po it is possible that regional differences in outcomes among periviable infants in the U.S. are associated with differences in active care. Maybe you're getting different outcomes because you're not, right? Mm -hmm. You're not treating babies the same. So they were testing the following two hypotheses. Hypothesis number one is that regions with higher rates of active postnatal care among infants of the lowest gestational age will have lower gestational age-specific infant mortality rates. So if you resuscitate them every time, you're going to have better outcomes, less mortality. And the second hypothesis that we're testing was that where in regions where antenatal steroids and cesarean delivery have a higher uh, incidence, you will get a higher rate of survival among those babies with low gestational age. Meaning if you intervene on these, on these dyads prenatally with the intent of really uh, having a plan to actively resuscitate, maybe you will have uh, you will see these outcomes. So they used a cohort. Uh, they used a, the, the the cohort was uh, collapsed regional level data from the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, uh, wide ranging online data for epidemiologic research, the Wonder database. Um, and it linked live birth and infant death expanded database from 2017 to 2020. Now, interestingly enough, they looked at regions within the U.S. categorized by the HHS. So you have 10 regions, right? And um, I'm going to give you the regions because and then when they mention in the results the region, you're like, well, am I in that region? Mm -hmm. So region mm -hmm. one is Connecticut, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Region two is New Jersey, New York, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Region three is Delaware, District of Columbia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. Region four is Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Um, region five is Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, and Wisconsin. Region six is Arkansas, uh, Ar Arkansas, Arkansas, right? We say Arkansas, right? I don't know. Louisiana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. Region 7 is Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, and Nebraska. 
Why are you laughing? I was muted. I was muted, but you nailed it. You got it. All right, uh, region eight is Colorado, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Utah, and Wyoming. Region nine is uh, America, Samoa, Arizona, California, Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands, the Federated State of Micronesia, Guam, Hawaii, Nevada, the Republic of Palau, and the Republic of the Marshall Islands. And region 10 is Alaska, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington. All right. That's done. So they included the following gestational age. They looked at 22, 23, 24, and 25 weeks. They included infants with a birth weight ranging from 400 grams to 1,000 grams. There's actually good reasons why they picked that range. They said that basically these are the extremes, even for these gestational age, so like the 10th to the 90th percentile. They excluded stillbirth, any baby with a database issue, so like if things were missing, I think, or if they had like inconsistencies, congenital anomalies, um, and those born outside of the hospital slash birth center. So what is active postnatal care, right? So if you're doing this database, how do you know that this was actually done? So basically they said, we're going to consider active postnatal care if we see one or more of the following. And they basically had these proxies for intensive care. And these proxies were admission to the NICU, surfactant administration, ventilator, and antibiotics. And they said, if you, if you do one or more of these things, you're, 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 doing, you're doing intensive care. The primary outcome measure um, evaluated gestational age-specific survival rates uh, by rates of active postnatal care in those 10 HHS regions. All right, enough with the methods. Let's go into the results. They included 41,707 periviable infants 78% of which were singleton. Um, the breakdown was that 14% were, ugh, that's my phone, didn't mute it, I apologize. 14% were delivered at 22 weeks, 23% at 23 weeks, 30% at 24 weeks, and 33% at 25 weeks of gestation. Evidence of active postnatal care was seen in 84% of the cohort. Rates of active care varied by region and by gestational age. Not really surprising. We, that's the whole point of the paper. That's why we're looking at. Active care intervention was more common in infants born at 25 weeks compared with those born at 22 weeks. Now, the difference is actually quite staggering. 93.5% mm -hmm. versus 41.5%. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we have listeners from around the world and mm -hmm. 25 weeks... Um, May, 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 may raise some eyebrows in, in certain areas of the world. I know that in France, there are certain corners of uh, the country where 25 weeks may not be considered viable. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so I think it, it's interesting then when one of the points of the podcast is that if you're listening, you say, well, if in the US, 94%, uh, maybe we should be looking at that more carefully. At 25 weeks, just... Yes, yeah, certainly. Certainly there's a resource... Threshold, Absolutely. Right? That's why I mentioned Which France, because technically we should have the resources. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. If, my, if anybody from the French government is listening, we should have the resources. <laughs> <laughs> um, France is in disarray right now. There's like lots of strikes and whatever. But anyway, at 25 weeks gestation, the rates of active postnatal care ranged from... Um, 1,500 infants in Region 9, which is about 88.1%, to 97.5% in Region 8. At 22 weeks, which is sort of what we wanted to know, it ranged the rates of active postnatal care ranged from 20% in Region 8 to 56% in Region 7. So still, still a wide, a wide range. Mm -hmm. NICU admission was reported in uh, about 
12 to 13,000 infants born at 25 weeks gestation. And in 37.4% um, of infants who were born at 22 weeks. So less than half mm -hmm. for the babies at 22 weeks. Overall, 62% uh, survived infancy with survival rate approximately of 20% for infants at 22 weeks, 51% for infants at 23 weeks, and 71% uh, for infants at 24 weeks. Finally, 82% for infants at 25 weeks. Not surprising, survival rate goes up with the gestational age. But now what's interesting is going to be the variation. At mm -hmm. 22 weeks, survival varied by region from 8.4% uh, in region 8 to 68% in region 2, uh, two sorry, to 28% in region 7. Mm -hmm. I apologize. At 23 weeks, it varied from 36% in Region 8 to 57% in Region 6. At 24 weeks, it varied from 61% in Region 8 to 72% uh, in Region 4. I won't remind who's Region 8, but it's, it, I felt bad for them. Um, survival at 25 weeks ranged from 78% in Region 8 to 86% uh, in Region 1. A few more results that are interesting. There was moderate positive correlation between regional rates of active care and survival mm -hmm. at 22 weeks gestation. The positive correlation between regional rates of active care and survival at 23 weeks was not significant. Rates of active care were not correlated with survival at 24 weeks or 25 weeks of gestation mm -hmm. either. So it's interesting how it was the, the, the correlation between active care and survival was seen for 22 weeks but not for the other gestational ages which sure. goes back to show you that in this like there is special category mm -hmm. it looks like huh? and we've reviewed other papers that are consistent mm -hmm. with that right <laughs> finally the rates of cesarean delivery uh varied uh by gestational age from nine percent at 22 weeks uh to 54 percent at 25 weeks regional rates of cesarean delivery were associated with survival at 23 weeks uh, rates of cesarean were not correlated with regional survival differences at 22 24 or 25 weeks so the conclusion of the study is that in this cohort of like 42,000 periviable infants, regional differences in measures of active postnatal care, including neonatal intensive care unit admission and assisted ventilation, were associated with higher survival rates at 22 weeks gestation in U.S. regions. Results should be interpreted with caution as individual patient level data, individual patient level data were not available. I recommend that you read the discussion. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. What they're basic. One of the points that I wrote down in my notes that I, I wanted to bring up is that they're saying, you know, when we're doing we talked about shared decision-making with the families mm -hmm. and, and they said we should move away from doing this based on gestational age alone as like a single number that drives whether we recommend or not recommend. They're actually mentioning how the British Association of Perinatal Medicine Guidelines recently recommended comfort-focused care for infants with basically how do they define who should be getting mm -hmm. comfort care. They're saying infants with greater than 90% risk of death or severe impairment individualized care according to parental preference with 50 to 90% risk of death or severe impairment and active care for infants with less than 50% risk of death or severe impairment. So saying, they're saying, the, the, the British Association is saying basically look at the outcomes, but not just at the gestational age, but based mm -hmm. on how did the mother receive steroids? Um, is, there an, is there choreo? Well, is and that's what the just, NICHD calculator 
is for. And they're saying, and based on what the risk of death or severe impairment is, you can make a recommendation for comfort care versus active care. Now, the reason why the discussion is so interesting, because then the counter argument is saying, well, if you're using this using local data, are you just creating the self-fulfilling prophecy Mm -hmm. of like, well, Mm -hmm. we've never had good outcomes. We're not going to resuscitate your baby. Mm -hmm. So then, and then it's it's never changes. But in any case, it's a fascinating discussion. It's a fascinating piece of uh, study. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed reading it. Our friends from the University of Alabama are always very productive and very uh, strong in their work. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to say. The data speaks for itself. Sounds good. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care professional. Thank you.